Hi, I'm Ada. I'm Nia. And hey, welcome to my world. You did that to me on one of them. <laughs> and I actually really liked it. I think it's the take that I ended up using. Hey, welcome to my world. <laughs> thanks for stopping by, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, you know. So, here we are again. Back at it, as it were. Back at it again with the white vans. Yes. <laughs> you guys That's have seen, an outdated meme. You guys have seen but, Vine. <laughs> oh, let's have a moment of silence for Vine. Yep. What are we here to talk about today? We are here to talk about Scott Westerfield's, Scott Westerfeld's uglies. Yeah. Scott Westerfeld is an awesome writer. He has written many, many books. I did see hella books. Hella books. Hella books. Um, many of which I have read. Midnighters he did. Scott's newest novel, So Yesterday. Oh my gosh, Hillary Duff. Hillary, shout So Yesterday. So Yesterday. I'm just a bird that's already flown away. <laughs> First of all, I, are, I still think that line is badass. It's so good. I'm just a bird that's already flown, flown away. Sorry. Books. is super prolific, writes a lot of the science fiction fantasy genre. Yeah. He wrote this awesome series. Leviathan is the first one in the series. Yes. He really churns these out. Man. Yeah, yeah. And this one I read certainly before I was in middle school. Yeah. I read Uglies and then read the rest of the ones in the series, Pretties, Specials, and Extras, which are all so awesome. Yes. Uh, I have always kept these books on my shelf because I like to go back and reread them. That's something about me that not a lot of people, I don't know, agree with isn't the right word, but like don't also Do, feel yeah. is like I love you reread a lot books. of books. Yeah, I have only reread one book. That's crazy to me. And it was just to kill time because I could do it in like a minute. Yeah, like it took me forty five minutes, maybe an hour. I I I can't think. I mean, this is not true. I was gonna say I can't think of a book that I haven't reread. I think I can. think I can. <laughs> You reread War and Peace? Wow. I actually did reread. Get out of my house. But I like it. <laughs> you went Russian on it. Uh, yes. Get out of my house. Get out of my house. <laughs> That's Which... not what we're here to talk about. No, we're here to talk about Russian literature damn. and have read anyway. <laughs> I really wish this was a video podcast because Ada's just rubbing this book this all over her damn all of my face. Head. Oh my gosh. You should do an ASMR video. Yeah. Do you hear the sound of me? That's Ada. I like to reread books. I don't like to reread books. He is not getting close enough to the mic, so you'll probably be able to hear. Am I close enough now, jackass? <laughs> <laughs> wow, we are a little punch drunk right now. Punch drunk! Ooh, ooh. I'll punch you, drunk. <laughs> Ugly. <laughs> so pre-middle school, how old did you, how old were you when you started reading? Probably like 11. That tracks. Ten, ten, yeah, like yeah. fifth grade, fifth grade. I, actually, I think that's who this appeals to. Yeah, I totally. think as like a 15-year-old, I'd be like, that's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I agree. Because it is a little bit more like, it's coming of age, you know? Yeah. So would you kind of want to read when you're younger? Slightly before you, you start to come of age. This was, I told them in the group chat yesterday that we were going to talk about this, and it was blowing up. And Who's them, huh? Alexa, Maya, Bree, 
That's all. Those kids. Love Those it. kids. And Alexa actually credits this series with maybe making her a worse person. <laughs> Not in a spooky way, just in the way... I don't think she... Hey. She didn't learn the lesson. She was like, yeah, no. I, it just made me feel bad for wanting to be hot. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's... No, she certainly did not learn the lesson. Oh, no. Yeah, no. Um, so that's my history with this book. Is there anything else you're curious about in terms of, like, context or background? Or um, should we just kind of dive in? Did... Now, you have a sister. Yes, I do have a sister. And you are separated by a few years, but not so many. Just two. And, and we've always been very, uh, like, maturity-wise, similar levels. Is this something y'all shared? Is Lucy an ugly fan? I believe that she read it, right. but I don't think that it was. She just doesn't. She's not into this genre. Okay. And she's just not into science fiction or fantasy stuff. She really loved the genre of historical fiction when we were kids. Okay. Which I like, actually that's pretty good. Yeah. Right. Like so, she went more of that side of things. There are a lot of books that she read I feel in like that genre. That, that I've is a divide too. in YA fiction because yeah. there is a lot of historical fiction. Yep. It's a different. It's a similarly a genre in and of itself, but it's a yeah. Yeah, it's doing. Once you get your first taste of space, baby. Ooh, how would you go back? But she Listen. did go back. She doesn't. She doesn't. She's not into it. It's a shame. Like I think she tried to read Ender's Game, and she was just like, I actually never tried to read Ender's Game. <gasps> <laughs> and you got gasped and dropped the book. <laughs> oh my gosh, we have to do an Ender's Game episode. Sure. And were your friend like, is this what you and your pals are reading, or is this you on your journey alone? Me on my journey alone. Okay. Like, I've always felt like, I always felt a little bit weird for liking to read, or I was just, I didn't feel weird about it. It's always something that I've loved about myself, but I was very conscious at a pretty young age. That this is not your buddy's bag. Yes. Okay. Yes. And I think also because my parents, like I said, like, really didn't like TV, ironically, because my mom is in the TV industry, she did not like TV yeah. and wouldn't let me watch it, so books were something that was more safe. And I knew that if I was reading, I was building up like brownie points Yeah. from the, from them, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, they're like, oh, look at our bookish, bookish girl. girl. Yeah. yeah. Who doesn't love a bookish uh, girl? So, uh, I mean, I think on that note, that's my experience with this book. Let's dive on in. I love to hear it. Should I lay out a bit of the plot? Yeah, let's, let's do a plot might, summary. I think helpful. that'll be easier for people. Okay, this so, is a long book. Yes. <laughs> it's about it's about a girl. Yes. Her name is Tally. Yeah. She is about to turn 16. Yes. And she lives in a dystopian future world. Yes. And this was ahead of the trend. Right. Because Pre this was, oh, let's look, copyright 2005. Pre-Hunger Games. Pre-Hunger Games. Pre-really the explosion of YA. Yeah. Like, when I read this, YA was still pretty niche. I mean, like, The Giver was the most yes, YA Yes, yes, totally, totally. Uh. About a girl named Tali, and in her world, all of the uh, kids who are called Littlies live near this world so hard. <laughs> hard. They are taken away from their parents, but not in, like, that's not even a big deal. Not gonna like, don't even think about a that. A boarding yeah. school way. A boarding school Not going to school Exactly. Way. And yeah, they yeah. go around a little island, and they all live together. It actually seems pretty fun. It, it actually seems lit. Like, it sounds yeah. awesome. Because when they're littlies, then they live with their parents. Right. And then once they, basically once they, I don't know, it seems like fifth, sixth grade, you Yeah, I you think she did mention, like, age 12. We all know that age where you're no longer a kid, yes. but you're not yet a grown, a, like, a young adult. Your face hasn't shifted into place yet. You're it's, just, things are features are moving around. It's, that, like, you don't know what your style, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know a damn thing. That's the age of being uglies. Yeah. 
So already, that's relatable. Yeah. I think because whether or not you are, I think most 11, 12-year-olds, especially girls, feel ugly at that time. Oh, for sure. And at the very least... I felt ugly. Yeah, and super uncomfortable in your body. Yeah. You know, it's like getting big, but you're like, still think of yourself as small. Yeah. You don't know what the hell you're doing. Am I supposed to start shaving my legs? I hope not. I don't know. Um... Yeah, so already super relatable. And what the uglies do is they just kind of chill around at this little school, wait to turn 16. Yeah. And when they're 16, they get turned pretty. Yeah. And you go into a, a hospital and you basically get plastic surgery. Yeah. And where do the pretties uh, go to live? They live in New Pretty Town. Oh, Lord have mercy. Which is uh, across the river. So, like, what's it? It's not called Uglyville. It is called Uglyville. It is called Uglyville? Yes. Oh my gosh. So it's Uglyville, across the river is New, is New Pretty Town, and then the Burbs yeah. is like a, it's like a ring, so around, this becomes more relevant in later books, but the in the middle is New Pretty Town, and then in a big ring outside it is where the old, what do they, what they call the old people? Do not, old, not old pretties, but um. No, they have a name for it. Yeah, oh, they, they live in Crumbleville. Crumbleys. Crumblies. Crumblies are the grown-ups. Can I say, in dystopian YA books specifically, they love to have terms. They yeah. love freaking Just a different language. Yeah, Hunger like Games yeah. is full of all these terms. Yep. And I wrote down Legolies, Interference Ring, Minders, mm. Crash Bracelet, Crumblies. All, I was just like, none of these are necessary. Oh my gosh, I'm so, <laughs> none into, of them. I'm so into all of these little things. That's why I reread these book, fucking books all the yeah. time. It's because I just like, I love it. I was like, you can do, I bet in all the years I've been doing this, they could come up with something better than New Pretty Town. Okay, God that's fair. damn. That or is, that Uglyville? Uglyville? Straight up, Uglyville is so lazy. I will it's lazy. concede the point and say that these names are pretty on the nose. So basically, like, a, a lot of the beginning is about learning about the world. Yeah. Tali is, like, kind of bored. Her best friend turned pretty before her. Right. Which I think is also interesting. And Paris. Um, Paris. Who sucks? <laughs> so Paris goes over. She's all alone. She meets this girl, Tali. Who, no, she oh, meets... Wait, oh, no, no. Shay. Shay. She's Tali. Yeah. She meets this girl, Shay. And Shay and she are kind of hanging out. Shay shows her this thing called hoverboards, which yeah. also become important. And are sick. They're so cool. They're, also, they're floating skateboards. If you live in a world a la Back to the Future where there are hoverboards mm-hmm. and you don't hoverboard, what are you doing? They have pretty much nothing to do all day. And she's like, oh, you hoverboard last? Like, why aren't you why hoverboarding? Aren't you? That's a good point. You don't have any. They make a big she's deal. pretty. Tali is very sheltered. Like, I think yeah. that that's. And to your point of saying, oh, Tali. The, the beginning section feels so juvenile. Yeah. Tali's juvenile. I mean, she's I, not thinking critically about it. Only her later in my notes did I pick up on the fact that, mm-hmm. okay, actually, why yes. so much of the book is annoying is because she's, she's, I think, of teenage characters, she's probably one of the best teenage characters. I totally agree. Because it feels like hanging out with a real 15 year old. Yes. She's so smart in some ways and yes. so stupid yes. in oh way gosh. more obvious to me ways. Yeah. And I found reading the book very frustrating, but I appreciate that mm-hmm. because it felt like truthful to. It felt very real. But um, yeah, I totally top, agree. I was like, I am not here for our girl tally. Yeah. I'm not into it at all. Yeah. And then there's this whole thing about like tricks, uglies are like always plan- trying to play tricks. Another thing they- I hated. Why not just call them pranks? Why are they called tricks? They so explicitly say tricks. Yeah, because slang has changed 
witches, okay? But then, and I thought that might be true, and then later in the book they used the word prank, and I said, oh, the word prank is available, Scott. You just want to be Mr. Special, okay. I can't speak to you. <laughs> so she's, like, playing tricks. She's tricking the minders. Yeah. She's finding ways to sneak out of her room. They say so many times that this, your time as an ugly does not really matter. Yeah. So they spend a long time really just fucking around. Fucking around. I love the, I love this scene where it, this is towards the beginning also. I love this scene where she and Shay are sitting in the room and Tali's like, oh my gosh, let's do like the pretty uh, simulator. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where it's like you can go in, it kind of seems like a Photoshop type thing. You can like change your Honestly, face. Honestly, it sounds incredible. Yeah. But also super glad we do not have that technology right now because okay but Here, we sort of do here's the thing that reminded me of or have you do you, you watch buzzfeed videos yeah oh yeah have yeah. you seen the try guys one yeah where they, where they, they get mm -hmm. it was surprisingly emotional yeah totally eugene's made me especially oh God, sad because he's Eugene. so hot and to him be like everything's gross and the doctor's like actually literally you're smoking hot yeah <laughs> That's so bad for all the other guys. They're like, oh no, confirmed so Eugene is the highest. Zach got so much shit so changed. Poor baby. But he also looked creepy. All their plastic all of them looked creepy. Except for Keith. Except for Eugene, because he's like, oh, Keith? I thought Keith didn't look bad. It didn't but look I, like him. That's why, yeah. and that was super interesting to me. And that's why I love the character of Shay, because she comes in and she really explodes Tali's whole world view. She's exactly. like, actually, I like that my, my face, face is not symmetrical. I like that I don't look like everybody else. Yeah. Because Scott does a good job of like, early in their friendship, he peppers in little things where you're like, okay, Shay is, she's not like other girl. Right. And But you don't know how far it goes yeah. or and then where that it's scene, from. I actually, that's when I really started getting into the book yeah. is when she was like, I don't want to do this gross exercise. It makes me feel uncomfortable. I actually like my face. Stop calling yourself ugly. I don't think you're ugly. I don't think I'm ugly. That is, wow. I'm really glad you brought up those, that specific line yeah. of like, stop calling yourself ugly. Yeah. Because I think it's a really interesting way to think about language and yeah. how, about like the way society talks about you changes how you perceive yourself. Yeah. The thing that was the most shocking to me, I think, is so you're introduced to her and Paris's friendship. Mm -hmm. She calls her nose, or she calls him nose. Which one of them is nose? One of them. I think she's squint. She's and squint. He's and nose. He's nose. And I thought those were just two cute, cute pet names. names that, like, okay, you have a nose thing. I have squinty eyes, whatever. But then it turns out, even your teachers and your other friends, mm -hmm. it's policy in the society. You to, have an ugly. Yeah, to call each other not by your given name, but by your quote unquote worst feature. worst feature. And that shook me to my damn core. I was like, oh, that's some great world building there. Because totally. I thought it was cute, the idea of them ironically being like, oh, what's up, nose? You know, like friends do that to each yeah. other all the yeah, time. Yeah. But the idea that it's ingrained mm -hmm. to me was so spooky. Because at one point she's like, Shay, you're like the only one who calls me Tally. And I was like, oh, Whoa. that's so heavy to think about totally. all the time, just like being inundated with mm -hmm. the worst, quote unquote, worst thing about your face. Right. It's just, a, it, it defines you. Yeah. You are you are nothing more than your worst feature. Though I Until will say. you get oh, yeah. pretty. Yes. And that's, that's yeah. just to round out this part of the convo. It's about individuality. Yeah. It's about being your own person. And that's something that every, from 
11, 12, all the way through, in my opinion, to like now, now like 23, 24, yeah. you're figuring out how to be your own person yeah. in different ways, different stages. And so I think it's really meaningful story because of that. Oh, for sure. Oh, should we talk about when she goes to visit Paris? Yes. Because this is right now we're like kind of talking about like the first part. Yeah. Part one. Part one. Yeah. They are broken up that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, when she go, okay, so it's so weird because even though in this beginning part I still was not on Team Tally, mm-hmm. I love that her whole thing is sneaking over yes, to she's New so sneaky. Oh my like, gosh, I love sneaky Tally. Like most of their <clears throat> tricks are. <laughs> you looked like you were in pain when you just I said just that. Hate, I just hate it so much. Most of the other tricks people pull are just dumb pranks, like, uh, surprises and, like, Uh, you know, just to, like, spook each other, like, dumb stuff. And hers is like, oh, I'm fully breaking into a restricted area under cover of night. And that's when you first also kind of realize that there are cops or some kind of, you you get exposed to the In a real way. Yeah. That's what I think is so interesting about other teen dystopian books is they, out the gate, really love to hit you with, this is a spooky, off, off authoritarian down. society. Yep. And he's wow, got. I really struggled to get that one out I there. could what not. Happened? I was like, author- authoritarian, authoritarian society. <laughs> <laughs> but Scott really brought it in in a, in a sort of subtle, undercover mm-hmm. way. And this, Which is part of her life, part of the normal. The book very normal. gets better the longer you read it. Accurate. Which I think, for me, with something like a Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. I loved it from, you from get jump. It. You yeah, get from it. jump I was like, yeah. I'm in. I know what cool. this is. Yeah, so I really appreciate her sneaking in and like, it's her perceptions of everybody is so interesting because not only I think is it like the feeling weird about being in your own skin versus seeing somebody in theirs, but I feel like it's also going back to you talking about you being 11 reading this, that's how you feel when you see teenagers. You know, you. Oh my god, totally. Yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. this like awkward. Like creeping in the shadows. You don't know how to dress, and they dress cool, yeah. and they listen to cool things, and, and they, they talk. Just, oh, it's effortless. Like yeah. they're just like chatting and being bubbly, and you're like, yeah. how do you be that? Yeah, they're just like gliding through life, and everybody's so shiny and with their big eyes, yeah. and they're whatever, whatever. No, absolutely. She goes to see Paris. Yeah. And Paris is a fucking asshole. And he's, he's basically like, get out of here. Cruel to her. Yeah, he's like, not that happy to see her. And he, he tries to He's mask it as concern. Yeah, but like he doesn't want her to get not turned pretty. It feels like when you have your, like, your, like, neighborhood friends, yes, and yes. then they they come to your, like, meet you with your high school friends, and you're, yes. like, you're actually being so lame right now. Like, yes. you know, like, it, yes. I well, had a visceral reaction to it, actually. I, oh. I felt sort of spooked by it. But yeah, totally. And I think it's interesting that he's just, like, an old white dude. He's not old, but he's, like, not a teen. Yeah. And he writes these, like, really, he has a lot of female protagonists. Yeah. And I actually think that he writes them really beautifully. Because he just writes them as people. Very as much girls, yeah. you know? Tally, to me, her interests, hobbies, her sort of general persona seems to me very in line. Yeah, with totally. She just was a, a kid. Just a kid. Yeah. Then he, she ends up, like, she gets trapped on the roof, and yeah. she's, like, trying to get out, and then she ends up, like, stealing a, one of those fire harnesses. It's So, the way I read it was it's, like, like, a, one of those safety vests you have, like, a float, one of those flotation vests yes. you have, but when you jump off, it just, like, 
puffs up. And yeah, it's like a backpack. Well, it's magnetic. Oh, magnetic. Because okay. that's the... And that's well, right, they have all their... The grid. The and that's grid. how the hoverboards yeah. work, is that they push off on magnets, and yeah. there's a grid all under... I know, they're very literal about getting off account. the grid, which I think yes. is so funny. Yes, that totally. was a good joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's also a way, like, as an older reader reading it, I realize that it's a containment strategy. Yes. You know, where it's like, your shit literally does not function off the grid yeah. because of the magnets, so you can't leave the places that we have set up for you to Absolutely. go. And later, it really is so interesting, because you don't, they do a good job of, like, obviously there are visible police, <laughs> but... And I'm going to keep bringing up Hunger Games. Unlike with Hunger Games, where they're like... It makes sense. It's, yeah. it's a touchstone of the genre. Yeah. Where they're like in or your face yeah. with the like, you know, police state. We're watching 1984 yeah, stuff. We're, we're evil. This is very low-key. And like only later when she meets with the creepies, specials, whatever, do you realize like, oh, you are actually being watched all yes, the time. All Anything the time. you think is a secret is not really a secret. It's like all of the shit, all of those those tricks, those pranks that the uglies were playing, like, that's all part of someone else's bigger structure. Yeah. The idea of freedom, where you think you're slick and fun and, and doing you're whatever, sneaking but out, you're tricking the system. This is state-sanctioned. They design it to yeah. see who can break it. Yeah. Which is, like, so... It's like you can't escape the, the yeah. path that they want you to go on. I think it's way more terrifying than I thought it was going to be going in. Yeah. Okay, so she's making this grand escape, and she's there's cops mm -hmm. swirling everywhere. She's trying to sneak back to Uglyville, and she meets young Shay. Yes. And oh yeah, that's when they. Here's the thing. I did write this line down, um, cause what uh, Tally escapes wearing a pig mask. Yeah. Uh, so nobody can see that she's ugly. Yeah. That's Um, and Shay goes a pig mask. So let me guess, someone blew your house down? I said Scott. Scott, we don't need this. There's no need for a line like that, Scott. That's We bad. don't need that. We certainly do not need that. Yeah. Okay, I stand by you on that one. And there's another line from Shay coming later where I'm like, are you, I'm, I, when she's helping her practice on the hoverboard, and she goes, I've spilled more times than a glass of milk on a roller coaster. That's, <laughs> that's, that's no good. It's just, it's simply no good. It's, no, it's simply no good. <laughs> so Tally and Shay... They escape together, they become Buds. little pals. It's the summer. And they're turning... So they're like summer friendship. And they're turning 16... The same day. Yes. Which is, and, which is like at the very beginning of September. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so yeah, they're yeah. like finishing out the summer. They're like basically they're the last ones to be picked up from school. And so they make friends because everybody yeah. else is gone. Everybody else is younger All than All of them. Shay's friends are not around. Yes. Then she does make a point of saying they're not around. Yes. And because Tally is very self-involved, she, yep. just, she glosses just glosses right over that over one. That. Yep. Yep. And then they go, Shay's like, let's do another trip. Let's go somewhere even crazier. And Shay brings us to the ruins. And yes. I really the rusty ruins. love this idea of the ruins. I love the ruins. I never read um, Allegiant or Divergent or any of those ants. I did. But I... I read the first two. Okay. It just, the idea of the ruins struck me, because I know their whole thing is, like, it's Chicago, but, yeah. like, gross and sad. And yeah. so the idea that, like, these are the ruins that... What do they call it? Metal people? Metal something? Uh, oh, shit. Yeah. These are the, the Rusties. Rusties. They call us, our society gone by, Rusties. Yeah. Because all of our big metal structures have all rusted away. Yes. Or are, are rusting. Yeah. 
Um, which Ozymandias, like. that whole thing. Exactly. All yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so they go to the ruins and they can use the metal on the ruins yeah. as, like, for their track, for their hoverboard. Yeah. So yeah. she brings it to this roller coaster. You know what it reminded me of, actually? Uh, District 13. Oh, okay. You know, how it's like yeah. uh, an old because they do, I think, mention that they do like school trips, right, with the uglies to the rusty ruins, but to very specific yes ones areas and the yes. the information. It's very curated. Yeah, I thought what was interesting the information that they get about us. Mm-hmm. Scott very much is. I was like, is playing a little a little game. I was like, I see your metaphor, Scott. I yeah. see your. I, I see, see you, what you're doing. I see here. you talking to the audience through yep. the characters. Yep, yep, yep. Where you're just like, oh, these people with their folly to build their huge metal structures. How silly of them. <laughs> it's like, very wink, okay. wink, nudge, nudge. Yes, 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 yes. But he's not wrong. <laughs> and it was also not an established trope. At yeah. this point. That's true. Because all of these things that we're saying it's similar to, actually those things are similar to this. And as a kid, you would feel like, oh, mm-hmm. snap, he's talking about, like, you. Would, this totally. would make you feel very smart. Yeah. It would just make you think about the world around you. Yeah. It's important. And it comes up a lot, just like the technology they use, whatever, yep. whatever. It comes up later mm-hmm. with the magazines mm-hmm. and that whole thing. Very mm-hmm. interesting. Oh, I wrote down, this is going back to something I heard. We wrote down, I wrote down, uh, about the getting called by your ugly name? Yeah. Who decides? Uh, that's a good question. I feel like it's... Does that ever come up? I, I feel like they said it was just kind of like a grade school thing. Because mm. I don't think it's the, the parents. Right. The, the parents call them by their by their given name, as it were. Because I just wonder, maybe you think your worst feature is your nose, and somebody else is like, nah, your lips are thin. <laughs> and you're like, oh. Thin, thin lips drones. <laughs> What's up, thin lips? <laughs> Anywho, I don't know how they get their names. I don't know how they get their ugly names. Just wondering about that. Oh, I also returned the guy was ashamed. We keep jumping around. I don't know. I think it's okay if we jump around. Sorry if, if you don't get where we're at, but I think it's fine Sorry if we jump around. Sorry if you around. don't get it. Comment or something. Email us. Email us. We have a podcast email. We do have a podcast email. Oh my gosh, email. we should have said that at the top. Yeah. Oh, we were talking about the face changing tech. And I... Yes. The morpho. Yeah, the morpho. There we go. And I... While reading the book, at this point, early on in the mm-hmm. book, I was like, I want that. I was like, yeah, I would absolutely it's love like a, to It's know. like a morbid curiosity. Yeah, that's like I just want to know. Like, you brought up with the Try Guys, but like, I yeah. I do, I saw that and I was like, I kind of want to know. So one of my eyes is much smaller than the other, and I've always wondered what my face would look like if They're my eyes were the same size. size. Yeah. I recently have noticed that my what? Like whenever I take like a whenever I take a photo, it always comes out like looking like this. Like but it's, that's because you're going like this with your head. Even if I'm not, even if I try to do straight on, I take a photo and I'm always like, what? It's like what? I'm telling you, one of my shoulders is right. It's my whole body is like I'm off center, which is always very so clumsy. But you are very clumsy. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know about this whole crooked head business. <laughs> Guys, Clutsiness confirmed. the truth is out there, I have a crooked head. He has got a crooked head. He has got a crooked <laughs> That's what they used to call me in grade school. Old crooked head. Old crooked head. But yeah, I thought the morpho, early on in the book, I'm like, yeah, definitely. You know what's another yeah. thing about the morpho scene that I forgot to say? What? It, it's like early on when she's like, I don't want to do this. Like, I literally don't care about what I'm going to look like when I'm pretty, I don't want to do this. And right. she, and Tali's like, oh yeah, they're just going to make us look however they want anyway. 
And that was the first clue that I got that the surgery was not personally motivated. I mean, besides the fact that it's mandated, but like you don't even have control over how you're gonna look. And they mention, I think it's in this book, that there are like other cities, pretty cities, and that each pretty city has a different look, has its own beauty standard. Which I think is interesting because that is what the world world is is, like. And so I thought that was sort of cool that it's not just like a blanket, uniform, worldwide thing. Yes, yes. I will say to that point, one thing that really threw, I uh, put down the book for a whole five minutes. Oh my gosh, what happened? During the same morphosis. Okay, that's Uh, an intense scene. Tally suggests to make, Shay is described as having olive skin. And Tally says, let's see what you would look like if it was closer to baseline, was the line. And that's when I was like, oh, word? Yeah. That's the kind of book this is? Closer to baseline. So there are no black people in Uglyville in or New Pretty Town? Town or, there, like, yeah, because there is, they do describe, like, you have baseline they, in the surgery. Like, when I think when Tally's describing the yeah. surgery, she says, like, they make you baseline and then they tweak you. Right. Which is... It speaks to exactly the issue with this, which is like, what is neutral? Which to me made sense in terms of like, okay, they all have big eyes, shape of the eyes, mm-hmm. whatever you have a baseline for that, shape of the lips, they all want like, cute, thick lips, fine, fine, fine. But just the idea of like, and so early in the book, yeah. her olive skin needs to be closer to base, I just, that really bummed me out. And it's actually what bums me out about a lot of YA fiction, yeah. is there will sometimes be a character of color, but... Not many, and they're not often a big, a big thing in it. I mean, like, and it's not really about their experience at all. At all, yeah. it's about the general sort of. Just experience. so yeah. we have a character of color, just so that we can like have one, right? Because we know, like, it's a misunderstanding of, of why it's important to have yeah. a, a character, right. a diverse. I'm not character. looking for set dressing, exactly. You know, right? I'm like, looking for a whole yeah. lived experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, that I totally see that. That line, I mean, it killed me. It really, do it you really f- murdered me. Can I ask a question about that yeah. line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you feel like the book, do you feel like you had a problem with that line because, or not a problem, do you feel like that line upset you because you were like, fuck, that's just like this neutral thing that exists in the world and it's a beauty standard thing that like we're trying, we like, people are trying to disrupt mm-hmm. and it, you just saw that written out explicitly on a page and it was like, fuck that's real right and slash or was it because you felt the book put that out there and then didn't in any way disrupt that or turn that on its head or yeah i mean like he did not have to write that line that line has no bearing on the rest of the book but chose to include it yeah and i just felt like i already assumed they were both white yeah so the idea that because she's what her parents were Greek, maybe right, yeah, I was but about like to say Greek. now she's got to be super what? Like yeah. I just, it was so. There's so many other body modifications that he could have shouted out. Yes, that just would have avoided that, that issue, yeah. but still gotten to the. Maybe same. she has bushy eyebrows or whatever, or, or sticky outy ears or something. Thigh okay. gap. I don't thigh know. Gap. I don't know. Well, she is mentioned as unattractively skinny, which I was like, oh, that's weird. That's like Shay's main thing is that she's, she's like, quote unquote, let's just, I'm not gonna keep saying quote unquote, quotes are around all of these. She's too skinny or whatever. Yeah. But that especially, I was just like, 
I think even across racial lines, there are uh, standards of beauty that can mm-hmm. be universal. Totally. And the idea that to bring skin color up in this way, and like you said, just not do anything about it. Just yeah, not really subvert it. And there's no commentary on it either. There's and he just d- that. Commentary does come later in the series, but that said, it's not till book four. And like that. At this point, I didn't even know if I would get through this book, never mind book four. Yeah, exactly. And also bear in mind that this is 2005, book four is 2014 or whatever. So that's a different world, and I could easily see him. Also, 2005 is too late for a line like this, I feel like. Yeah, you're right. It's just like, I remember so clearly being a person in the world. I remember my thoughts. I remember my autonomy mm-hmm. in a way where I think that, like, I I don't know. Yeah. I, I would have had awareness of this had yeah. I read it then. Yeah, totally. You would have picked up on it. I would have picked up on it. Yeah. If this were a book from maybe the 90s, I would have been like, yeah, some foolish stuff was out here. It's dark. I get it. Whatever. Yeah. 2005? No. Ridiculous. Totally. I think that's real and I also but just to push this part of the conversation a little further I think even I think that's the biggest biggest problem with this book that I still have Mm. is that like you know like when we were talking about the baseline stuff and it's like oh the eyes like her the baseline eyes are like really big and wide probably and that's like oh so there are no Asian people Oh, city, wow. You know what I mean? I like, didn't even think about that. That's right. What, yeah. it's, it's like, well, also going back to that Dry Guys video we keep referencing, like, that was huge for Eugene. For Eugene, that The plastic yeah. surgeon didn't say, right. let's do the double eyelid surgery or whatever yeah. that thing is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think skin color, eye color, uh, I, but skin color and eye color are the most obvious because they're the most visibly tied to race yeah but even like a nose for a jewish person or hair hair oh my god hair there's no mention of hair really in this book other yeah. than like and she's blonde so important. And she, yeah, yeah. yeah and and absolutely and so and i also think scott is definitely not necessarily the person to like tackle these issues. tackle these issues yeah. but if you're gonna have a book where these can be issues i feel like this is the thing you have to think about i i totally feel that you know yeah totally Ugh. so that's definitely a caveat for i think the whole conversation about this book yeah yeah but that was truly i think the only thing that really stuck out to me that was like oh my i just i was gutted a little bit very early in this book in that. yeah i feel that but I appreciate that you kept reading it anyway. Yeah. Also because Tally later in the book is talks about how like, oh, pre-surgery is necessary because people used to get so mad that people had different skin tones. And I'm like, you just told your best friend that she should change her skin. That color. she's too dark. Yeah. And now you're surprised that people used to be racist. I was like, you can't have it both ways, Tally. Yeah. Hey everybody. Ada here doing a special outro because this episode really got away from us and we ended up talking about this book for three hours. We do edit the podcast so we won't make you listen to the full raw audio, but even edited down, it was a bit long for one episode. So we are splitting it up into two episodes. Part two will be released next Monday, as we usually do with the podcast. And I really hope 
you come back to tune in. And I'm sure Nia would also say that if she were here with me. I hope y'all liked this episode so far. I think we got into some really interesting conversations in this one, which are always my favorite when we can kind of talk about real world stuff and how going back to stuff that maybe we read as a kid or haven't read critically and see what we think about it now and how it kind of sparks conversations between us that maybe we wouldn't have otherwise. You can follow us on Twitter. I think it's at W2MWpod. You can email us at welcometomyworldpod at gmail.com. And you can also talk to us in person because everybody listening is our friend. Thanks again for listening. We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you next week.